across the 40, coming near side, Look 35, out. needs a block, gets outside, at the 20, he's going to the house, 10, 5, touchdown Kentucky! From the UK Sports Network, this is Big Blue Nation Radio. The second for one, makes the turn, got him, game's over, Kentucky wins! Interact with the show by calling 859-280-CATS. That's 859-280-2287 or statewide at 800-606-GAME. That's 800-606-4263. Touchdown! Kentucky! (laughs) Victory! Kentucky! Or tweet the show at UK Sports Network. And for the eighth time, college basketball's national championship trophy is coming home to Kentucky. Now your host, Taryn Hedrick. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio. We're going to talk a lot about postseason play coming up over the next half hour as the women's basketball team knows their destination for the tournament, they know their opponent, and they know the start time on Saturday. The Wildcats will be the number six seed in the Bloomington uh, round, so the Bloomington bubble, if you will. They'll take on the 11th-seeded Princeton Tigers. The other half of Kentucky's bubble will feature Charlotte and Indiana there in Bloomington. So the Wildcats versus Princeton on Saturday in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. That is a 4 o'clock tip time inside Assembly Hall, and we'll be on the air at 345 with the pregame show. We'll get reaction from the Wildcats over their seating coming up. You'll hear from seniors Robin Benton and Ryan Howard and also from head coach Kyra Elsey. But coming up next, we're going to talk about a national champion. The Kentucky Rifle Team won back-to-back championships by winning the NCAA last weekend or this past weekend. It's now four championships under head coach Harry Mullins, and so we'll talk with uh, Coach Mullins coming up and uh, recap what was a historic weekend for the Kentucky Rifle Team. He'll join us on the program coming up next. Stick around. This is Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio here on the UK Sports Network. Welcome back to Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio here on the UK Sports Network. Darren Hedrick with you, and let's go right to our Clark's Pump and Shop phone lines as joining us is national champion coach Harry Mullins of the Kentucky Rifle Team. And, Coach, congratulations on a fourth title and back-to-back championships to your team Uh, uh, what was the weekend like watching your club uh, bring home another trophy? I, you know, I, it, I think it's tough to find words for that. It was pretty emotional. I was so proud of the, the athletes and just all the work that they've put in and being able to come out on top again this year. I mean, we had a large percentage of the same folks coming back from last year uh, and infused a, a, a few new freshmen into the lineup. And I was just so excited for them to get the, to see them get that reward again, you know, from the hard work that they've done. Well, and like we talked about, you've been here before. This is the fourth championship, the second in a row, and I think what is it, three in the last four years? So, uh, yeah. you've been, yeah, you've been there. So, do you still get nervous? You you go through the entire season getting your team ready for this moment. They step to the target, and then all you can really do is watch, right? Yeah, you know, every <laughs> to year is a little bit different, though. You know, between yeah. the dynamics and the chemistry, because you're always trying to find, you know, that one thing that's going to help you get over the top each year. And, you know, that changes a little bit from year to year. I mean, you know, this year we we used the term battle a lot, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because we had Will and Mary that traveled all over the world, you know, during our season, which they were just tired. They just had to battle up the energy just to be able to compete, you know, on both levels, the international level and, 
and the collegiate level. And so, you know, we, we try to come up with a game plan at the beginning of every year and really embrace that game plan. And the biggest part of it is just doing us. Where, you know, we practice that day in and day out. This is who we are. If we want to get better, then we have to change ourselves on a daily basis in order to be able to do that. And I was just real proud of the kids for them to be able, from start to finish, battle through some of the adversity throughout the course of the season to get there. Sure. Hey, Coach, if you could just talk to us a little bit about the physical and mental side and how fatigue can wear on one of your rifle men or women because I think about the fact that you have to have that mental focus, but also I am sure there is a physical aspect to this because you're having to stand with that sharp focus, that stillness to make sure that your hands are doing what they need to and you hit your target. So tell us a little bit about how much of this is physical and mental for your athletes. I, you know, everybody always says it's 90% mental, and it, there is a big part of it that is mental, and I would probably agree with them at, at, you know, at a certain level. But then there's also the part of being in tune with your body, uh, you know, having the cardiovascular system so that you can relax yourself to the point. You know, the old adage is, is oh, you shoot in between heartbeats. Eh, not quite most <laughs> of the time, but they do you know, bring their heart rate down considerably to where it doesn't move the gun. So they spend three to four days a week working out, doing core strength exercises, working with weights. Uh, Our strength and conditioning coach does a really good job of getting them ready for that. But then there's the the mental side of it. You know, it's kind of equating it to basketball terms. You know, it's basketball season. Uh, You know, imagine yourself having to make 600 free throws uh, and the game being on the line on each one. And you knowing that the game is on the line on each one. And what happens if you miss the first one, you know, and then thinking, oh, because well, you don't know what the other team is doing until, you know, you see their results. So are, is the other team making them all? So it's really a mental battle of, you know, trying to quest for perfection. What happens when you're on that quest? What happens if you make a little mistake? Because you can't give up in the middle of the match. You, know, you still have to fight for every point that you can, even though you may have shot a nine or, you know, it made a little bit of a mistake. So that's where really the, the true testament of the kids comes in of just having that mental endurance and having the adversity. I mean, a prime example is Will Shaner probably anticipated it was going to take a score of 596, 597 to get to the air rifle final. But unfortunately, he shot a few nines early so that he was kind of out of that hunt. You know, but he still had to battle for the last 25 or 30 shots to give the team everything it needed, even though he was probably out of contention for making the final for him to be able to win an individual championship. So it's definitely a mental battle for sure. And for fans who aren't familiar with the rifle championships, it's basically a two-day event. You've got small bore and then air rifle, and your team really took a lot of momentum from a strong small bore performance on Friday into a championship performance on an air rifle on Saturday, right? Oh, most definitely. You know, most definitely. You know, and we in small bore we shoot three positions: where we shoot kneeling, uh, then prone, and then standing, and they shoot twenty shots in each one of those positions. But throughout the course of the year. You know, we have one drill that we do typically about 8 to 12 times throughout the course of the year. We call it the 40-40, where we actually shoot 40 shots in kneeling and 40 shots in prone to really be good in what we call the sling positions because they get to use slings in those two positions. <clears throat> and, you know, our philosophy is kind of, you know, everybody else focuses on air rifle, even though we do have the Olympic gold medalist in air rifle and the silver medalist in air rifle. 
you know, we felt pretty comfortable. But, you know, which way do you want to go into the second day? Do you want to go into the second day with the lead or you will go into the second day behind a little bit? And that even goes to your, your earlier question of the mental part. You know, it's completely different when you go into it with the lead. You know, now you're trying to hold on versus going into it fearless of, well, you're already behind. Worst can can happen is you're still behind. You know, so there's that mental battle even there. But, yeah, no, it was great for them to come out of small bore. I mean, we were actually right on pace with the school record. And to do that in that type of environment uh, is phenomenal. You know, I mean, typically, you know, the numbers that you compete with all year long throughout the regular season, if you come 75 to 80%, towards that it's a great day and you know they shot one of their better scores they did throughout the course of the year in small bore so i was really proud of them for that coach got a couple of minutes left but i can't let you go without mentioning a couple of your shooters no. that you have already touched on let's uh, start with will shaner who not only performed strong for the team but took home the ncaa small bore individual championship uh, just a little bit about his performance to come home with an individual title he did. You know, he did a phenomenal job. Again, you know, being the Olympic gold medalist in air rifle and then he goes out and wins, <clears throat> excuse me, the, N- the NC2A title in small bore. But, you know, from a coach's perspective, I was kind of like the parent because he was competing with Mary Tucker, his teammate, <laughs> you know, for first and second. So, yeah, you know, if you have an answer for that on which one of your, your kids you choose, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like when you're sitting at the family table and your kids look at you and go, Mom and Dad, you know, who do you love more? Uh, as far as rooting for them. So I was really proud for both of them, uh, you know, for putting themselves in that situation in one and two, which really was a repeat of the Air Rifle Championships last year at Columbus, Ohio, where it was actually flipped on the last shot, where Mary ended up capturing the gold medal in Air Rifle after Will had the lead. And so I was really proud of both of them. Uh, Will has done a phenomenal job for us, you know, throughout the entire seasons, as well as Mary were, you know, they, to to give you an idea, in the fall, they were in Lima, Peru for two weeks for the Junior World Championships. They came home, competed for us, went to class for a little bit, then had to go to Poland to compete in the President's Cup, which is, you know, the shooting federation. They take the top ten in the world and and have them compete in their separate events. Came home, competed for us a little bit. Then there was the Junior Pan American Games. So they vlogged some serious sky miles, uh, yeah. And have just done a tremendous job. Just, I mean, by the end of the semester, they were spent. You know, they were memory-wise. Yeah. Well, Coach, we really appreciate you taking some time out of your Monday to join us here on BBN Radio. And uh, congratulations again on another national championship. And we look forward to seeing what this program does in the years coming up. So we uh, thanks again and congratulations. Thanks, Darren. No pressure. I'm looking forward to that, right? (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) You've set a good standard, Coach. Good luck. (laughs) Uh, Thanks. I appreciate that a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, Bye. And that is Head Coach Harry Mullins of Kentucky Rifle again, the 2022 National Champions. Coming up, we'll switch over to women's basketball and talk a little bit more about their matchup with Princeton and also some reaction from the players and Head Coach Kyra Elsey on getting a sixth seed in the tournament. This is Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio here on the UK Sports Network. Welcome back to Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio here on the UK Sports Network as we shift gears now to the women's basketball team. They will be in action starting Saturday in Bloomington, Indiana in the NCAA tournament. The Cats are the number six seed. They'll take on number 11 Princeton in the opening round of the tournament. That game has been set for 4 o'clock on Saturday, 4 p.m. Eastern. 
It will be televised by ESPN. Our coverage on the UK Sports Network will begin at 345 for Kentucky and Princeton in the opening round of the tournament. Last night we caught up with a couple of the players to get their reaction, including All-American Ryan Howard, who was a bit surprised by the Cats getting a six seed when they'd been projected anywhere from an eight to a seven, but the Wildcats ended up a six. I wasn't expecting it, and I heard everybody cheering. I was like, whoa, that's us. <laughs> um, yeah, but it was sad. Nobody got to see, like, our reaction. But I wasn't expecting Like, I hadn't seen anything had us going that high or going, you know, to that region. What do you think it says about the committee recognizing what your team has done and the work you've accomplished, including a tournament championship? It's glad that they have recognized, you know, seeing as, you know, other people are still in disbelief at what we've accomplished. Um, but for them to... You know, recognize that it matters more because, you know, they obviously choose where we go. Um, and I say we got a great – that's a great first game to play. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about it. You guys have already faced Princeton once in the tournament a couple – well, I guess it's been, what, three years ago now in Raleigh. So, yeah, yeah, your freshman year. So, uh, what was the reaction when you saw Princeton and the possibility of a rematch with Indiana in round two? When I saw Princeton, I was like, whoa. Hey. Flashbacks? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that was a good game. Um, but definitely for the Indiana game, I was like, uh, obviously texted Cam and Kiki. I said, that's going to be a good game, and good luck to y'all. But if we happen to play them, it's definitely going to be a different outcome than what it was before. Yeah, for those who don't know, former Wildcats Kiki McKinney and Cameron Roach are with Conference USA champion Charlotte. They'll take on Indiana in the first round. But, to Ryan, I'm sure this team is very excited. What, what's the week, though, been like since coming back from Nashville? Uh, it's just been we're like we're floating on clouds. Um, super fun, super excited, and just, you know, still living in that moment that we had and that we shared together. I'm sure the personnel is a little different from Princeton from several years ago, your freshman year, but what do you remember about the way Princeton runs things and how hard they play? Um, they definitely play super hard, and I remember when they had Bella, Alari, they played through her a lot. Um, she was a post player. I don't know if they're still doing the same things, but – that's definitely what it was uh, three years ago. Ryan, I know this team's excited, ready to go. Thanks for the time, and congrats. Thank you so much. That was Ryan Howard and her reaction after Kentucky found out they would be a sixth seed against number 11 Princeton on Saturday. We also had a chance to catch up with senior guard Robin Benton and get her thoughts on the seeding announcement. Robin, finally know where you're getting to go. It's Bloomington, Indiana as a sixth seed. What was your reaction when you saw Kentucky pop up on the screen? Definitely excited. I mean, I know we punched your ticket, but, you know, you just never know where you're going. So, to see your name on the board just brings all kinds of excitement. You know, just thinking about where this team was a month ago, where you are now, SEC tournament champions going to the tournament, what did it mean to see your name on the board after everything this team has done to get in that position? I mean, we've been through a lot of adversity, a lot of ups and downs, and now that we're finally up, it's just great. Well, you get Princeton in the first round, Ivy League team, they're always a tough matchup. But then the potential rematch with Bloomington or Indiana, how excited is this team for that potential rematch? Something that we're definitely ready for. Um, we, we didn't give them our best shot the third game of the season. I think we will this time. What has been a key for this team over the last couple of weeks with this run that you guys have been on? Just playing together, moving the ball around, um, believing in each other and holding each other accountable. Well, we've talked about the reaction to knowing where you're going in the tournament, but what's the last week been like? Just kind of enjoying the, the afterglow of an SEC tournament title and then getting back to work this past weekend. It's been wild. Like every class <laughs> I walk into, I get a standing ovation. Social media is going crazy. I mean, 
It's yeah. surreal. Sometimes I still can't believe we did it. <laughs> Have you got the entire experience of Big Blue Nation this week? Have you heard from just about anybody in a Kentucky shirt this week? Yes. <laughs> so much Big Blue. Like, they were waiting for us when we got back. It was just amazing. And that was senior guard Robin Benton and her reaction on the NCAA tournament announcement yesterday. We'll get a final timeout. We'll be joined by head coach Kyra Elzey to talk about her reaction to the tournament seating. And then after that, it'll be the debut, the season debut of the Nick Mingione radio show here on the UK Sports Network. This is Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio. Final segment of Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio. Again, stay tuned. Coming up next, it's the season debut of the Nick Mingione Radio Show. But uh, we're going to get uh, head coach Kyra Elsie's thoughts from Kentucky women's basketball after they were announced as a number six seed playing in Bloomington. And we caught up with head coach Kyra Elsie yesterday after the seeding announcement. Here's her thoughts. Coach, first of all, just the excitement for Kentucky to see that name flash up there. What was it like? It was uh, exhilarating as always, even though I know – Knew we punched our ticket to see our name go up there. So proud of this team. We're ready to rock and roll. Well, and the matchup is going to be with Princeton, as we just talked with Ryan Howard, saw them a couple of years ago. Personnel might be different, but Princeton's going to play hard, aren't they? They're going to play extremely hard. They're very smart. Um, they play hard. Uh, we'll go watch the film tonight, so it'll be a late night, but it'll be worth it. Um, but we're, we know who we're playing now, so our focus is on Princeton. How excited were you to see that Kentucky drew a sixth seed, the committee sort of recognizing the accomplishments of your group? You know, we had a great run down the stretch, 10 games in a row. What we did at the SEC tournament to be able to win it, um, it was great to see um, that they looked at that as an accomplishment. I know the coaching staff's going to take this one at a time, starting with Princeton, but kind of looking overall at your half of the bracket, what was the reaction as you saw it unveiled? Well, I only focused on Princeton because I knew that was the most important game on the schedule. Um, the staff is probably looking at other teams, but Princeton is the most important game on our schedule. Well, and you and I have talked about what all the team did to get to this point. Coach, what's the week been like? I know you've been recruiting, but I imagine that smile has not come off your face after winning the SEC tournament. It has been a whirlwind, but in a good way. Um, it still has not sunk in that we have won an SEC championship. And then tonight to see our name come up on the board um, after the year of adversity um, that we had. So proud of this team. Um, but Coach Amber has kept me busy on the road recruiting all week. But after coming off an SEC championship, Coach Butts decided to wear the net around her neck. And let me tell you, I didn't have to say much in the home visit. Between the jersey um, and the net, that said a lot. We're chatting with head coach Kyra Elsie and just kind of looking back on the tournament because we didn't get a chance to talk to you afterward among all the media uh, opportunities that you've had. But just – your reaction now that the dust has settled and you can look back, what did that weekend mean to you as a head coach to see your team do this run? Well, it's been 40 years uh, since Kentucky women's basketball has won an SEC championship. Uh, but the tenacity and toughness um, of this team, when you go back and think about it, um, we played four games in four days, uh, and then we beat the number one, the number two, and num number three seed. That is hard to do, uh, but this, this team had no quit, and I'm so proud of them. We just spoke with Ryan, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, grinning from ear to ear. You can just see the excitement coming out, Coach. And I know you shared an embrace with her that was on the SEC Network. It was showcased. But what was that moment like in knowing that after four years she got her ring? 
so proud. I mean, I was just ecstatic for her. Um, you know, we talked about it when Blair Green went down. I was like, we're going to do everything in our power to send you out on top. And what she has given to women's basketball, to Kentucky women's basketball, I mean, I'm just so happy for her. And I told her our work is not done yet. <laughs> Well, Coach, uh, well, a couple more questions for you here real quick. But uh, you got your first NCAA tournament experience last year, and what an experience it was down in San Antonio with all the protocols in place. This year, we're more back to normal. But from that first tournament to this year, what have you kind of learned as a head coach on how to approach a postseason tournament like this? Well, first, I text the players on the way here. Um, the NCAA tournament is not guaranteed. So take this moment and cherish it. Embrace it. It's hard to do. Um, but we have done it. Um, and then, you know, one game at a time, mm -hmm. there's a fine line of staying loose and being focused. Um, but this team, they're veterans and they're excited about playing, so it's going to be a good one. Kentucky's going to take on Princeton and then the winner of Indiana and Charlotte. Coach, what is it about these first-round tournament games for Kentucky? It's Princeton and then maybe a red team. I don't know, but we'll take it. We're excited. Uh, but Big Blue Nation, come out. Um, let's turn Indiana blue. Look forward to seeing you guys out there. Go Cats. That is head coach Kyra Elsey. The Wildcats will take on Princeton Saturday at 4 o'clock in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. That'll do it for Clark's Pump and Shop BBN Radio. Stay tuned. It's the season debut of the Nick Mingione Show here on the UK Sports Network. You've been listening to Big Blue Nation Radio on the UK Sports Network. Big Blue Nation Radio is a presentation of the UK Sports Network, powered by JMI Sports. <laughs>